Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. I can't stress how important it is to have the proper luggage or baggage on your journey. We're teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Have you been in quarantine? Are you ready to enter the wild again? There's a chance no one has seen your coconuts in months. Don't ruin your first post-quarantine date with hairy coconuts. Would you show up to the first day of school without a haircut? Nope. Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of the ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post quarantine life. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0 Essential Kit. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with Manscaped Crop Preserver Deodorant and Crop Reviver Toner. The Crop Preserver is anti-chafing deodorant, which ensures your afternoon stroll through the jungle doesn't result in sticky coconuts. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner and made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts to give your coconuts a special boost. Subscribers to the Peak Hygiene Plan Get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower 3.0 delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean. The light is at the end of the tunnel, fellas. Treat yourself for making it through the quarantine and welcome back to the jungle with a perfect package 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code SLOPDROP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com when you use SLOPDROP, S-L-O-P, D-R-O-P. Your first post-quarantine date will thank you. Here comes the slot drop. I can answer that. That's a slot drop. What is that move? That's a slot drop. Slot drop time. Slot drop, slot drop. The slot drop is D. Welcome back to the Slop Drop. This is Nathan Rogers at Sumo on Twitter. And as usual, my tag partners for this episode is the unluckiest man on planet Earth, Bad Luck Chapman, and the manager of champions, Stephen E. What's going on, guys? What's up, Sumo? Is that a uh, Poffo shirt you're wearing there? That that actually is a uh, Poffo shirt, man. Jeez. Lenny Poffo, man. You know, I actually had somebody call it out, and he's like, a genius shirt are you kidding today today somebody did and uh and i was like you know who he is and he's like uh do i know who he is it's you know randy poffo's brother the macho man and i, yeah. I was like oh, okay yeah very very cool okay so the guy but, that was questioning uh, you was he offended uh he was not offended you know uh i'm seriously offended i i might i might be offended that he's not offended i don't know he was very offended <laughs> 
She was very <laughs> offended. <laughs> you guys will have to Google that at home. Oh, uh, dude, it's good stuff, man. Well, September 29th, 2021, AEW Dynamite just ended. I'm not going to give any spoilers away. You guys can check that out on your DVRs if you haven't already. But let's talk about some RASS. RASS In particular, music gimmicks. There's a few close calls that I'm not even sure should be on the list. Johnny B. Bad, Hit Row. Ernest the Cat Miller, 3MB. You guys think they should make the list? Johnny B. Bad. I've got to. Johnny B. Bad. What? You know, he yeah, looks like Little Richard. Well, of course he looked like Little Richard. And Johnny B's going to fight. I think that was the, uh, I think that was the, the, the gimmick, you know. Uh, yeah. Because here comes Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> but he never, he never sang or did anything. He didn't sing. He just. Did he not? Did looked... he not? I thought I, I could swore that he did something at a piano one time or something. He had but the little maybe. thing. He popped and glittered when yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I remember the little. The no, little... I think they actually had Little Richard on there one time. What? Maybe it was Little Richard, and I'm just getting was it? too mixed up. I don't know. But I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm anxious to to hear your 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 list here because uh, you know you've already eliminated a couple of them that that might you know should yeah. be in there. I look like I'm I look like I'm ten foot tall. Oh, you are ten foot tall. You guys doing that? Just, Lord just, Alfred Hayes, uh, WWE was it Superstars? What was this show called? Ah, we're in the yeah, we're we're in the studio. You know, uh, now uh, the the war it? room, uh, the war room, Coliseum. You know, Coliseum home video. That's kind of the inspiration for for what we got going on back here. Except for don't sue us. Instead of it being, uh, yeah. yeah, instead of it being, you know, uh, the the war zone or whatever it is, uh, this is the you know, what would you call it? Uh, public domain. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, I'm sitting on a stack of books. What? what it's, well, Stephen E's just kind of chilling. Yes, so. Here, here's a few others but, that. Uh, like in real life, dude's four foot taller than I am. That's but. true. <laughs> here's a few others that did not make my top 10. Honorable mentions didn't make my top 10. Now, I will admit, my, uh, my number. Eight through ten are questionable, but you can you can uh, substitute any of these in there. But Julian Hall, R Truth, PN News, The Kiss Demon, Men on a Mission, Van Hammer, Rad Radford, Man Man Mountain Rock, The Maestro, The Acclaimed, and Aiden English didn't make my top ten. They didn't. Wow. R Truth is on the way. Oh, yeah. R. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Hey, he's he's. Yeah, well, all can, right, but here's the thing. If our truth is not on there and Cena is, we got problems. I'm going to be seriously offended. Will you be offended? <laughs> I will be seriously offended. offended. Seriously offended. Okay, my nine, my number nine, and my number ten. You could, you could put our truth somewhere in there. He's deserving, but it's arguable. Here is my number ten. If this will work. Get up on your feet. Catman knows what I'm talking about. His favorite song. He knows what it is. I like the Backstreet Boys. In sync too. This this clip's a little long. It's almost over though. I think you guys figured out who it is. Three-man tag team of all time. 
Three counts. Well, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't go as far as saying that, you know, but uh, but they were they were basically what the Freebirds strived to be. Oh, good lord! <laughs> oh, good lord! Three count, a boy band gimmick consisting of Shane Helm, <laughs> Shannon Moore, and Evan Courageous. All had individual Boy. success, and I think they had a total combined of. Uh, I think they somehow they all three had the hardcore title at one time too. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Looking back on 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 that little group, and they was a they were talented. You know, there was a lot of talent there. But you know, I I, I don't know. I don't know what Evan Courageous. I don't know if he's still working independent yeah, or courageous. I, I, you know who knows, but you know he 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 was the one of the group that I thought was going to be the breakout star, and he uh, kind of fell short. I think of that, you know, yeah. uh, of the three, Shannon Moore maybe, uh, or or Helms, Hurricane Helms. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, Helms. Uh, uh, but can't then, forget Tank Abbott. He was an honorary member at one time. He was an honorary, yeah, honorary member. Uh, he also right. actually pulled a he, knife on somebody on live TV one night on Nitro. Take out it, yeah, yeah. Google it. He knocked it, out Lafarca on. He knocked out Lafarca on a Monday night for uh, Nitro. Like legit knocked him out. Yeah, like Lafarca hit him with a chair, and he no sold it straight. I remember watching as a kid, and I went back and I looked it up over the years. Lafarca, I guess, stubbed him with a chair, and he just stood up and just punched Lafarca right mm. in the chin and just knocked him out. No, just cool. like no music, nothing. Just walked out. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I. I. I I couldn't imagine. I bet you. I bet you Tank wasn't the easiest to work with. You know? Probably not. Uh, probably not. Coming in at my number nine again. I'll I'll reiterate eight through ten. You can you can kick one out. Put our truth in. But my number nine. My name's Rick. He's a new guy. Who's and I came rock with the new new to some. Well He's been around for a few years. Champion. Say it with me, I King Nakamura. Oh yeah, Rick Boogs. He uh, he plays Shinsuke Nakamura out to the ring with an yeah, electric guitar. Yeah, actually a multi twenty four seven champion. But uh, before his time in on the main roster, he did a little stuff in uh, NXT. Pretty talented mm-hmm. guy, but he's kind of rocking. No pun intended. The uh, the music gimmick right now. Well, you know, it, it's funny. I didn't, I didn't break it. You know, I, I couldn't put a name to the face what it was, but uh, you know, I, I had, uh, I had read something a couple, I don't know, last week sometime about uh, about him when he got the call up that he had twelve hours to learn uh, uh, Shinsuke's, you know, theme song on guitar, and you know, and it, it was talking basically about how you know, that he didn't sleep much that night and stayed up all night and learned how to play that uh, that song, so. A lot of dedication to the beast, and uh, we'll see where it goes. I know that's a uh, a weird one because he is kind of new to the mainstream viewers, mm-hmm. but compared to some of the names I, I listed, so I get it. We can we can mm-hmm. kick him out if we yeah, need you, to. You, you said you know we can you know put truth in anywhere. We'll, we'll go ahead and put him in in number nine. I'm pretty confident Arch in my in my final four though. I don't, Your final I, four? Can, I don't think I can budge much on those, but number okay. eight. Hello, I am Elias. So who Got Elias. wants to walk with Elias? Listen, when the WWE was using him correctly, mm. he was a great, mm. great heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there was a there was a, a, a segment that he did in Seattle, I believe, is where it was. Yep. That is just 
so i mean anybody who goes out there who, who who's trying to get heat i mean that's that's the ultimate goal you know um you know of course i i, I don't know I don't know if I would want him doing that if I was paying for TV time since, you know, it took about three minutes. Dude, to, they booed uh, him for, like, five minutes. It was I, straight, crazy. Yeah, yeah, straight, straight. Like, he couldn't say anything. It reminded me of uh, years ago when Vicky Guerrero, you know, uh, uh, was trying to – she was with Edge and she was trying to cut a promo on John Cena and, and the crowd just wouldn't let her even get started. That's what it really reminded me of. And of I, course, I, yeah, I always compared it to Rick Rude heat, how he would insult the crowd. And they, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It, it, you know, and it's weird. I know they're doing, you know, they're trying to do something more, you know, the last time I watched SmackDown, they were trying to do something with him. He, he may have since made his re-debut or whatever. I'm not quite sure, but you know, it, it really is a shame because you, he just, you know, atomic heat, man. I mean, that yeah. guy was a, a heat magnet. So you know, uh, to have something like that in your your, your on your walk roster and not utilizing it, I don't know. Played a musician who uses music to mock uh, his opponents in the crowd. Four-time, twenty-four-seven champion, twenty-twenty Slammy Award winner, and musical or f- four musical performance of the year. Number seven. Any guesses? Hunka, 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 hunky love. Jimmy Hart presents Rhythm and Blues. Gotta throw Rhythm and Blues blues on there. Tag team composed of the Honky Tonk Man and Greg the Hammer Valentine. Both successful in their own rights. But as a tag team, zero tag titles. Yeah. Honky better be on here by himself. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, no, Rhythm and Blues, man. I've uh, I've actually got uh, got an autograph of, of them and Jimmy Hart that that, that they signed, and uh, it, it man, it's it's cool. I, I I I was a fan of Greg the Hammer Valentine with the black hair. You know, it kind of kind of yeah. you know it was kind of comedic in a sense because you know Greg was pretty Greg was pretty you know stiff as a as a as a character. You know, just. You know, it didn't really fit him, so to speak. I, I don't, I don't think, but it was still kind of cool to see him go out there and, you know, try to do a little, a little shake, rattle, roll, or whatever it was. Dude, the best thing about Greg Valentine is when he would turn that shin guard around. Yeah, and you know, it did absolutely nothing, but it was <laughs> right. just the fact that he turned it around backwards. Yeah. That psychology yeah, it made like you it. think there was something there. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I love Greg Valentine. Yeah, yeah. If uh, he if I fail to mention somebody. After when we're done, by all means, let me. Oh, I've got a list. Oh, oh yeah. Don't worry. But you, you know, you know, going back to to Valentine, he's one of those guys that doesn't look like he's aged in about forty yeah. years. You know, he still looks yeah. like he he still looked like he did when he left WWE TV. Him and Arn Anderson shared the same water bottle. Ago. Yes. Yeah. Number six, I have a tie. Oh, you didn't know. I'll explain. Your ass better come. Somebody. There's a hint. So number six, I've got the roadie and rockabilly as a tie. And obviously it's because the roadie was brought in uh, as assistant to Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Yes, I can't wait to who, be alone yep, with my baby tonight. Who was the actual singer of Jeff Jarrett's song, Be My Baby Tonight. So, Noah, 
I hope I hope Vince don't get on to us for using this, but the the planned feud was for uh, him to be revealed as the actual singer, the real Double J, which turned out to be Jesse James. Rockabilly was rebranded as Honky Tonk Man's protege and actually feuded with the roadie for a few time. These two were kind of at a dead end. They threw them together as a tag team. The roadie became Road Dog Jesse James. Rockabilly became Badass Billy Gunn. They both became the New Age Outlaws of DX, multi-champions, and Hall of Famers. So I got them both on yeah. there as number six. Yeah, I, I can agree with that one, man. Yep. I can agree with that one. That, uh, yeah. I don't know about being a number six, but uh, <laughs> let's see what else we got going here. Hey, we're only two away from his top four, so yeah, four I, will be legendary. These next two, you could you could swap a little bit. Here's Here's my number five. Possibly should be my number four. There's only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate rap Rap is crap West Texas Rednecks made of Kurt Henning Which was the front man Bobby Duncan Jr. Barry Windham Kendall Windham uh, Can't live out the short love Short time Curly Bill I don't know if you guys remember that short little uh, member aka Virgil individually (laughs) they held numerous titles especially Kurt Henning as Mr. Perfect and Barry Windham but as a faction one time WCW tag team champions really so Jesse James for me would have been above these guys oh man yeah I I, you know at the time it was great comedy you know it's great comedy but you know like you you guys remember they actually put out like a music video yeah yeah where they were like in a honky-tonk bar singing it and you know it's like I you know one of my one of my big peeves for you know for commercials or 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 you know like performances and stuff is when the people are are not playing anywhere near (laughs) like they're not playing the chords or they're just they're just you know, maybe hold a one chord playing with it just yeah. And I you could be and I think that was part of the lure, you know. I think that was part of part right. of the, the gimmick, you know. Uh they didn't, you know, they, that yeah, that was that was something else, man. Rapid crap. <laughs> Here comes my number four. Here's where Chapman loses it. So you think you're untouchable. Word life. This is basic thugonomics. This is big, you know, like <laughs> word life. So in 2002, you're gonna put John Cena on there and not R-Truth. John uh, Cena had an actual CD, an actual R-Truth makes a CD album, every time he comes, an comes album that ring. people bought. <laughs> I tell you, you in know, 2002, you know, you know it's funny. I, I probably should have mentioned this before. I worked, I worked a show with with Truth. Back in, I don't know, 2004, something. It was before he was in TNA. Uh, he had just gotten released from the WWE, and and, uh, and he worked uh, a show. I think it was in Pittsburgh, Kansas. And, you know, talking to him in the back, really, 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 really nice guy. You know, just, just you know, listening to his stories, and he was talking about how, you know, that that when uh, when when him and, and Road Dogg, you know, we're, we're doing this. He was telling, you know, he was telling road dog, like, no, man, you don't understand. You know, Vince is going to pay for all this, you know, like equipment, yada, yada, yada. And, and, and apparently Vince paid for all of their equipment so they could produce and do that, you know, because, you know, I can't remember what the song that they had was, but they had some, you know, song that they came out rap to. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 
pretty pretty groovy. But you know, here's why again, Cena's so I'm sure high. he did the same thing for Cena. Yeah, here's why he's so high on my list. 2002, he was repackaged as the Doctor of Thugonomics, a white rapper who cut promos uh, while rhyming before his matches. In 2020, a documentary on WWE Network uh, kind of focused on this time period, and Cena said at the time the gimmick changed. Uh, that saved his career. They were about to cut him. Two-time Royal Rumble winner, 2012 Money in the Bank winner, four-time tag champ, five-time U.S. champ, 16-time world champ, actually made an album. So, I, you know, that's why I ranked him so high. I, I, I you know, I, it's, it's hard to disagree with where you, where you put him, you know, uh, just simply because word life, you know. I mean, you remember, no. Just think, without, without that gimmick change, None of that mm-hmm. would have happened. There'd be no. Uh, that's like saying this. Uh, that's like saying Arn Anderson's not in your in your top favorite four horsemen. <laughs> I never said. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's always, ridiculous. That's like saying Arn Anderson is in my top four, just like Jason. <laughs> no, that's that's the problem. Leaving our truth on and putting Cena on, it's like saying you like you've loved you you'd much rather see. Sid and Luger in the Four Horsemen rather than Arn. Sid and Luger's no, pretty I, good. Yeah, they weren't bad. Oh my god, they weren't bad. My number three. All the legitimacy of this show just went way down. J A double That's double J, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. J coming in at my number three. Yeah, that one. Gimmick was a country music singer who intended to elevate his career. Uh, by getting exposure as a wrestler. Of course, Jarrett held multiple titles in Memphis, USWA, CWA, TNA, uh, four-time WCW World Champion, three-time WCW United States Champion, six-time WWE Intercontinental Champion, a European Champion, WWF Tag Champ with Owen Hart, 2018 Hall of Famer, and current co-host of My World with Conrad Thompson. If you guys haven't checked that out, I really like that podcast. Yeah, it's a good good. Good, 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 good podcast. You caught up on it? Yeah, I listened to it today. Yeah, did you? Yeah. I, 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 man, you know, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Ha, 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 ha. You know, I mean, they, they, for that time period, that guy coming in, like, you know, how could you not, like, want to just strangle that guy? I mean, do you remember yeah. the glasses? You know, you yeah. had the, the glasses, you know. Uh, it, it, I would say LED, but they probably weren't LED back in, in you know, 93. I uh, I enjoyed the Slap Nuts guy better than the, the Double J guy. But... Slap Nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Slap Nuts, that was, that was in WCW, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but he came back at, yeah. in, in WWE later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, he he'd come, he'd coined that catchphrase, I think, in, in WCW. Yeah, I, I like that version of Jeff Jarrett a lot better. He's one of those guys that, that you know, I don't know. He just. Chapman shaking I, his head no. You, you don't like Jeff Jarrett? Not not the slap notes. No, you like the corny. J-A double R. No, J-A. What is J-E double F? J-A double R. Double T. Ain't I great? Yeah, ain't I great? Dude, I like the. He rode out on a horse one time, and it had the J's lighting up on both sides of the horse. You know that wasn't LED. Well, no, no, no. That was a fire hazard now. But no, dude, the old corny, you know, country music star Double J Jeff Jarrett. 
Absolutely. He should have joined the West Texas Rednecks. He should have. He, he could have been the lead, yeah. lead vocal. Well, but if he had joined, where there would have been no room for Bobby Duncan Jr. Yeah, we can't leave him out. Didn't he go to prison yeah. for I, yeah, counterfeiting I or did. something like that? I think he did, man. That did. <laughs> uh, my number two. Uh, I'm just a honky-tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. All right. I'm bad. I'm actually, who's number one, though? It's a... Oh, it's a like, uh, like, even when we were talking, like, you know, he's like, what are we doing tonight? Some music gimmicks. You know, both of us honky. Yeah, immediately. Well, when then whenever, whenever, whenever you played the rhythm and blues earlier, I was yeah a little skeptical. I was like, oh man, he yeah, if he didn't honky's got to be on this. On I think this, you guys will be understanding four. of my number one, but honky tonk man, basically an Elvis impersonator, WWF Intercontinental Champion, only one time champion, the greatest WWF Intercontinental. Champion held it only once. But possibly the greatest Intercontinental Champion, twenty nineteen Hall of Famer, held the Intercontinental Title for a record four hundred and fifty four days. That's a year, two months, and twenty seven days. The longest title reign in history of the Intercontinental Champion was ended by the Ultimate Warrior in thirty one seconds at nineteen eighty eight SummerSlam. Hey, he's cool. He's cocky. He's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a really there's a really uh, there's a really good story if you uh, if you do a little bit of research and and maybe find it. But uh, you know, honky honky honky. I don't want to say got his 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 rub from him, but Butch Reed loved him to death. Everybody knows my history with Butch Reed, loved him to death. But you know, Butch had supposedly no showed a uh, uh, was it Saturday Night's main event in. So they're trying to figure out, you know, who, who who can we, you know, use to replace him? Who can we replace him with? And, you know, uh, Hogan looks down and sees Honky Tonk down there and says, hey, brother, how about that guy? You know, because it, it and, and, you know, he ended up taking the belt. And, you know, I think two things that, that, that came out of that, obviously, Honky Tonk man went on, you know, to, to one of the greatest reigns in intercontinental history, yeah. obviously, at 300 and, you know, or 400 and however many days, but, that that freed up the Macho Man, you know, to to be able to go and and you know and and create the mega powers and create that history, you know, that timeline. But yeah, 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 story. you know, I probably have forgotten, you know, half of it, but you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, Definitely. my number one. <laughs> It'll make sense. Michael Hayes, Buddy Roberts, Terry Gordy, and then later on Jimmy Jam Garvin, uh, who replaced Buddy Roberts. All multi multi uh, tag team champions. All had singles runs uh, all over the globe. Hall of Famers. Originally was a Southern rock band from Bad Street, USA. One of, if not the first, wrestlers to do their own entrance music. Even had a music video. Uh, and not to mention the inspiration behind the Freebird rule. But back did then, there was... Ever... No, hold on. Did you ever listen to the song that, that Michael Hayes sung for Gordy? No. I mean, I, so... I've seen it, but I... Yeah, I've seen it, but I yeah. haven't really listened to all you need, of it. Uh, you need to listen to that. I, I actually just uh, listened to uh, something to wrestle with, with Conrad and 
and Bruce Pritchard and listen to the and listen to the Michael Hayes uh, remix version. And of course, it's it's a couple hours long, but he sings that song at the end, and it's it, yeah, it's pretty cool. But you know, they did their own theme music. They didn't have to worry about copyright issues. They could. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, were, we were there. We we yeah, saw it live. Yeah, we saw it live in Dallas. Yeah, it's all yeah. fame. You know, you know, they really were one of the one of the first. You know, if if not the first, like you said, uh, uh, you know, bit of wrestlers to come out that that had a theme song because, you know, I, I shoot, I've watched many of uh, many of early '80s, and this is already after some wrestlers had established, you know, music mm-hmm. where guys would just walk to the ring, you know, with nothing, you know, nothing in the back, and you know, Michael Hayes, you know, people can say what they say, but, you know, the guy's a genius to still be in yeah. the business after, you know, I mean, he's probably running on 50 years, you know, 45 years. Uh, he's just been in business a long time. And he's not dumb. Uh, you know, he, in fact, I'd say he was way ahead of it, way ahead oh, of yeah. the, the curve on this one. Anyway, they're my number one. I know people don't think of the Freebirds as a musical act, but really they, they were started out like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of changed the game. So, they're kind of my number one. Okay, who would you, who would you take off? Who would you put in? Who did I fail to mention? I don't know, man. I think you got everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know the, the, the early, early one. You just mentioned the honorable mentions, and you get. And I mean, you got a, a majority of the guys out of the way that I thought would have made the list. You know, but I think that your list was pretty accurate. You know, going through, you know, and listening to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like you said, eight and ten. Did you give me a, a shout out? Who's that? Van Halen. Van ha- Van Hammer. Van Hammer. Yeah. 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 Mad Ma- Mad Mountain Rock. Yeah, you did. You yeah. did Mad Mountain Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Van Hammer. Oh, uh, last I heard, wasn't doing too well. I think he ran somebody over and fled the scene and was drunk. Oh. And... Yeah. Art Anderson's a huge fan of his. So. Yeah, Conrad's yeah. not. <laughs> Does, do they not like him? What, Con, uh, Conrad what, what, had him booked uh, at a uh, Starcast or something, and he no showed. After he, I think he paid him too. But uh, maybe <laughs> the only person that they uh, that they dislike more than than Dave Meltzer. Conrad likes yeah. Meltzer. Yeah, Conrad does. Yeah, nobody yeah. has Bruce, on Bruce Jones. Bruce, yeah, Bruce. No. Yeah, yeah. No. I, yeah, I thought I I thought I read something uh, the other day that that. Ricochet might be in a little bit of trouble for leaking to leaking some Uh-oh. some stuff out. Yeah, yeah. So figure, you know. Yeah. Well, where, where does your loyalty lie? <laughs> Moving right along. Speaking of Ricochet, um, current WWE stuff. Extreme Rules was this past weekend. <laughs> Not that good. Not that great. Yeah. But what do you do? 2022 Royal Rumble will happen on Saturday, January 29th, 2022 at the Dome at America Center in St. Louis. This will be the largest venue ever for the Royal Rumble. Really? Wow. Okay, that'll be cool. We're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to maybe look into uh, going up there and checking that out. I bet you there's plenty of seats. I've been to a Survivor Series. There's the big four. I've not been to a Rumble or WrestleMania or SummerSlam, I'd like to cross off uh, the Rumble in St. Louis and then WrestleMania in Dallas coming up. Gosh, I, hey, I've have been you seen to... the tickets for WrestleMania in Dallas? No. They expensive. are, oh my God, expensive. 
Yeah. We'll talk after the show. I looked them up. Yeah, I have a feeling that'll be when Taker's inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. 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 That would be. That would. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh. Yeah. WWE draft starting this Friday and continuing on Monday. Man, I think we're gonna get everybody together. We're gonna have a uh, uh, a WWE draft party. You know, Does that sound like a good idea. No, that's kind of. Here's the thing about the draft. <clears throat> It sucks, but it could be something really cool. Yeah, they could make that. Talk about that probably this time last year. Yeah, they could make that (laughs) to a special event and put it on the network as a special. Make it feel big, like the NFL draft. Put it on the cock. Yeah, put it on the cock, and uh, yeah, make it. You you know, I was I I was a day oneer for for the network, and then as soon as it moved over to Peacock, I canceled my my subscription. I don't know why. I still got it. Yeah, I got it too. I don't know why. What's your thoughts on the draft? You know, I, I, I don't know, you know, uh, whoever the champ is in each, you know, uh, equalization is probably going to be the first round pick, you know, obviously, but should I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I, man, what happened to the days that, that remember the slammies Mm -hmm. had their own night. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. everybody was dressed up, and they called them up like an award show. You know, they could do something like that with the draft. Oh, yeah. You know, and make it a big deal. But... I watch the NFL draft every year. It's a big, big event. Yeah. They've got people mm-hmm. analyzing who they're going to pick, who they, they run through their stats and all that stuff. They could do the same thing, have yeah. a special on the on the network. They could, people yeah. Running numbers and stats and throwing figures out there. You mentioned the champions should be the first ones drafted. You would think so if they're the champions, but I mm. think the champions should be exempt. I think the yeah. champions should stay on whatever show the they're on. Brand. Yeah. yeah. Because because here's the deal. If the US champion gets drafted to Raw, well the intercontinental well, then you know champion. the intercontinental yeah. Right. So what's the point? Yeah. I mean Right. Right. It, it, it they, they they make it pretty obvious, you know, the intentions if like you said, when when you know when those those uh, those under under belts you know change hands, you know that they, they, they're just going to go. It's just going to switch up. Yeah. You know, who knows? I don't know. You think it would be a good a good way to reset some some bad booking, and, and maybe that's what they're do. Maybe that's what they do. You know, maybe that's what they're doing. In the sense of it's like, well, we'll just go a year because that's if we don't like the storyline and we run this person, you know, into the. You know, uh, last dirt, maybe we can reinvent him and rediscover I think it something. was last time. Maybe it was the time before. You know, they did this big draft, and then everybody just showed up on everything anyway. Yeah. Remember the like, well, yeah. he got a pass. The wild he card. Pass. Wild card. Wild, wild yeah, yeah card. they change it. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. There needs to be a, a d- definitive brand split. They need to keep them apart, build stars on each brand. Again, I, I think the champions should stay. I think tag teams should count as one. I don't think you should split them up. I mean, yeah. can you imagine if Demolition or the Road Warriors were split up because of a draft? <laughs> Keep them together. Yeah. If you want to split a tag team up, you can get a good story out of it <laughs> without having mm-hmm. to do the draft thing. But yeah. Yeah. I yeah. also wish they'd yeah. unify the, the Universal title and the WWE title and just have one world one championship. Champion. I, one I, champion. That yeah, defend, they did, should, did, man. They, went to they, both they, shows. they, they, they yeah. really should, which, you know, if you pitted the two guys against each other, I could. You know, we'd have to acknowledge Roman Wayne's reigns would be that guy. Roman Wayne's. 
Roman, Roman Reigns. <laughs> but no, no, man, I mean, Roman Reigns is the best thing going on SmackDown. And I, yeah. I think Roman Reigns is the best thing going in WWE. You know, yeah. uh, I've been watching a lot more AEW lately. And, uh, man, I just, I, it's hard. It, it's, it's becoming hard to watch, you know, and I'm trying not to, to, to be a negative Nancy and, and, you know, and, and bash them, but man, they need to, they need to really step it up, man. There's this thing yep. called competition that, that I don't know if Vince has forgotten about it, but man, AEW's hot right now, boy. AEW yeah. is hot. I wish the E, like we just said, would, would unify those two main titles keep the the intercontinental title on raw or smackdown whichever one as their main belt and the other one the uh, united states title on the other show as their main belt but i just have one you know world champion yeah yeah the tag title should be unified but you know yeah what are you gonna do i'd like to see somebody win the money in the bank and cash it in on like the intercontinental title the 24 7 the 20, well, not the 24-7, <laughs> but like the... Like the I'm going to cash title. it in on whoever's the champion this week. No, I just think it would I think it would bring back more validity to the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. You know, if they if they made it one heavy, you know, one heavyweight title and left those as the main belts on either show, you know, and people started cashing them in for those, you know, like... I'm not a fan of the new Intercontinental title, man. It just... It, I'm not a fan of any of the new titles. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, 24-7 champion. It's probably changed three times since we started this podcast. So. I know Roman Reigns. You know, I know he's got a belt. But other than that, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else. Well, yeah. Well, well, Big I take that back. Woman Wayne's. But Big E's Wayne. got one. Woman Wayne's. I take that back. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But, you know, you know I, I, I read something um, <laughs> that uh, somebody was talking about. I read something that, that – Big E versus, uh, oh, I guess it was Big E versus who was somebody in a steel cage last week. Uh, Lashley. God, who did he? Yeah, Bobby Lashley did like a point, you know, four or eight or something like that, you know. And and you know, people are coming out and saying that Big E is the lowest drawn champion of all time, you know. <laughs> and it, it's like guys had the belt like two three weeks, man, and yeah. he's getting good reactions from the crowd. You know, uh, the reaction's good. You know, maybe the ratings don't necessarily, you know, uh, line up with the, the. you know, I, I don't know. I like, I like Biggie. I like Biggie as champion. And, you know, it was kind of heartfelt watching him win the belt, you know, uh, especially, you know, when, what was it, the next week he came out and, you know, he did his little tribute to, to Brody. You know, yeah. that was, that was pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. He's, he's all right by my book. What I think about so you? too. Yeah, I reckon Chapman don't care. Oh, they, really, his name ain't bad luck. It's Donnie Downer. Man, I don't watch that movie. I couldn't tell oh. you who fought last week or yesterday. Or... Hmm. I don't watch any of it. Chapman's always mad. Why are you That's so angry? Anyway, that about wraps it up. Uh, follow us on Facebook at The Slop Drop, on Twitter at The Slop Drop 1. Check us out on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. Smash the subscribe button, leave us a good rating, good review. As always, thank you for listening. Until next time, we are out of here. Goodbye and good night.